<laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Eterna Podcast. I am Taraxis, and you may sometime soon get to know me, but not right now. Let's tune in to what our little heroes are doing in the Black Keep. Last time on Dungeon Ball Z. There were traps. There were traps. There were a lot of traps in a very short area. You came into a stable, which had a very simple trap of a bucket of rocks, and then a poison gas trap, uh, not too far after that. But the rest of the stables have seemed fine. However, uh, the rogue, Lark, looked down a hallway, woo, and he discovered a trap, and he broke it, and he discovered... Several more traps. And then he came back and he was like, I'm going to go through this store. And he discovered several more traps, which he proceeded to trigger. Uh, because he got launched into them. Chaos ensued. And uh, Lyra is leading Foresight around on a leash. Adira. What did I say? Lyra. <laughs> no. Lyra came in from hideous laughter. <laughs> With her uh, um, closet dom self and, and took it away from Adira. Uh, and uh, Richard is not joining us this evening. Uh, so I will be I will be playing Lark. And oh, this uh, is his voice for the evening. Yes. Um, uh, but uh so I miss him already he, he's well, the maybe he won't maybe he won't trigger so many traps right now <laughs> he's also not here so we should you know make good use of him right it's like hey look for traps didn't see one you walk first he, he come he comes back and it's like yeah your character has lost a leg lost an arm, lost an eye, has a broken jaw. And it's like, what happened? Well, you uh, you were disarming traps before, but uh, we just did it differently this time. <laughs> Pick him up, throw him down the no, hallway. No more context than that. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, we begin! Dun, 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 dun. We're going to start with Everybody rolling initiative. And this isn't going to be a hard initiative. This is just to help. Oh, I look at that. It looks like a, like Lark goes first. So the DM decides what the best course of action is. So Lark is going first. He decides that this has all been a giant waste of time and wants to leave. Now, um, he's going to stand off to the side. And... Uh, Nurse has many wounds. So that will make it Foresight's turn. Foresight, what are you doing? Whatever my leash wielding overlord wants. 
I'm just going to move you down to five then. <laughs> five. Dot bitch. Leaf. What you do? Uh, Leaf really shouldn't even be, like, in that room. So, I'm gonna be backing up alongside Box. So I think he was moving forward to, uh, break the door in the back of the room initially, but I, I think they got through with that. Yeah, they, they pulled him out of the trapperoo and literally pulled him through a broken door, so... Yeah, so I'm, I'm just trying to hang back and not, uh, trigger any new traps. Which, um, this, this main room has been checked. Like, there's nothing else... Uh, in this room, uh, the only places that haven't been checked are the insides of the stalls here. Like, but all this floor here has been checked and walked over and nothing happened. So, Riley. So, I think first order of business for Riley, Riley Morheim, is since we're using dynamic lighting on roll 20, which is super neat... Uh, I think he wants to also light his lantern and keep that on his uh, side, just in case he gets separated from okay, Lark. Does he have a lantern or a lamp? Um, let me double check. It's a hooded lantern. Okay. Lantern hooded. Sheds light in a 30-foot radius. Neat. And then, um, it's actually better room... than Lark's. So. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I love being better. It's great. <laughs> so I think since uh, this room has been checked out, Riley's going to say, if it's agreeable with the party, why don't we move forward? It looks like there's a door over to the east of this room, I believe. Um, and it also looks like there's a door right there. Oh, that leads to the murder hallway. The one that I'm yeah, currently uh, in front of. Yeah, we don't we don't want to deal with that anymore. Okay. Oh yeah, that leads to the murder hallway too. So I, I forget from last time if the door to the east has been checked for traps. It has not. I do not believe. Then uh, also remind me, how's Lark looking? We healed him up, right? Basically to uh, full health, more or less. Let's see. Um He's not too bad. He's got five hit points out of his eight. Oh, okay. So he's not bloodied, but he is um, wounded. Right. So then in that case, Riley's going to request assistance from Lark in checking over the door. Um, unless there's someone else in the party who's keen on checking for traps that would like to do so in uh, Lark's quote-unquote absence. But ultimately, Riley will delay to do an assist on checking the door for traps. All right. Uh, Brock, Adira, you're both very close together. Um, what would you like to do, and what would you like Foresight to do, Adira? Um, well, Adira is of the opinion that he's not going to find, Clint's not going to find anything of much historical value in the stables. So uh, she would like to try to find, like, a main entrance. Okay. Uh, so you want to go back outside? Yes. In that case, uh, 
rock is going to move out from inside this stable, is what it looks like. And I'm probably going to move to where Dira is currently. So that way, if uh, Riley and Lark open this door and something happens, I have a better view than from inside of the stable. All right. Uh, you back up, Lark. It wraps back around to Lark. Uh, is there anything additional Foresight would like to do as well? No, unless anyone has any need of them. Okay. So Lark is going to check for traps. Riley rolls to assist. Yeah, that's a total of 24. Which means I assist. <laughs> awesome. Maybe you should have just been the one checking for traps. <laughs> yeah. Listen, <laughs> I trust Lark. He has this. Y'all gonna get him killed. Well, Lark says... Uh, well, there's no, uh, no traps here. I'm, I'm so sorry, Richard. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Don't say sorry. But, uh, but yeah. He says there are no traps. He says there is no lock. And he goes to open the door. Yeah, let's locked. do it. Awesome. <laughs> For those who did not see what we did, um... Lark got a nine. Total of 11 thanks to Riley's aid. Uh, I helped. You did help. But he will go about attempting to open this door then. That's much better. That's a 23. What a suspicious five foot wide hallway. What a suspicious five foot wide hallway indeed. Leaf. Uh, they have opened a door within. I shall slowly make my way in uh, to back the group, but so as not to crowd them should they need to suddenly uh, and energetically retreat. Okay. Go ahead. Clint's going to take a step outside uh, for basically the same reason. Uh, and to be near Adira and Foresight. Uh... Does Clint need a leash as well? Clint does not need a leash. Riley. Riley Morheim. So, now that we got the door open to the suspicious hallway, I think the uh, plan of action is, you may honestly may as well just move me to Lark's initiative, since that's when Riley's going to go, because I'm going to picture him and I like going down this hallway, me looming over his back, like looking for traps together. I'll be right behind him. How are you doing that, Foresight? Doing what? <laughs> um, did, were you trying to get my attention? No. I have no okay. idea what you're talking about. No you idea whatsoever. None whatsoever, huh? He just has to do things like you do. It's like a compulsion. God, that fucking bugs me now. How did you do that? <laughs> You're like sliding you along it. Right there in chat that he used haste and it was super effective. How? Clearly. How? So if you pick up a token and you press Q, it tells everyone how you move. It's very useful in combat. If you overlap those repeatedly, it's very distracting. Is Lark sliding along the floor right now? No. No. Deja vu. 
I have been to space before. <laughs> I'm glad somebody knew what I was talking about. Of course. <laughs> Shut up, nerd! I'm basically a walking shitpost. Uh, Brock. What you doing, Holmes? Uh, I mean, if they've opened the door, I'm just gonna... kind of look inside. Just say that it's a five-foot hallway. Make a perception check. You don't see any traps with your 13. Okay. Nope. That, that is what Lark is for. To be thrown down the hallway when the time comes. Alright, Adira, you're still seeking for a primary entrance, yes, correct? Yes, correct. Alright. Can we give this um, light so that the courtyard is lit? Because um, y'all would be able to see out here. But it's the dark side of the world. Yeah, but there's light, a little bit. Yes, I'm just looking for a primary entrance because um, having the memories of a queen, I do believe that they probably don't keep anything of significance in the stables. Probably not. All right. There is a door right over there. Let us go see this door. <laughs> <laughs> Is Foresight on drugs? Why is he dancing <laughs> around the courtyard? I don't know. Perhaps Sean does. <laughs> I wasn't the only one doing it, damn it. <laughs> is Clint doing it? No, I don't think so. How do you do it, Foresight? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Adira. Mm -hmm. You have arrived at this door. Does, hey, what are you doing? Does there appear to be a lock on the door? Ah, uh, yes, there does. Um, it's big and obvious, and right in the right by the handle. Well, then there's not much I can do about it because I don't know how to pick locks. Uh, how? Uh, to be fair, how? I never said that the door was locked. I said there was a lock. Uh, true. So, we'll try the door then. The door opens. Cool. Just as an observation, what does this lock look like? Like, does it look like a, uh, it's worn at all, or does it look like it's very nice? Uh, it's old. It's a pretty standard lock, uh, but it is very old. Uh, like, very, very old. Okay. I'm probably going to keep an eye out, just not, like, looking at the infrastructure or architecture of the place, but just kind of keeping an eye out for different locks, seeing if there's any that are higher quality or look nicer or less warm than any other. Just a curiosity. Alrighty, then. So, do you go in? Yes. Alright. Well, this hallway goes three directions, huh? It seems... <laughs> Spooky. Spooky. Um, doo -doo -doo. how much movement do I have left? Uh, you moved me over here. Probably like ten. Um, well, if Josh taught me anything, it's always go left. Okay. If I can, when entering, I'll just call to Clint and say we're going in this way. Wait for me. It's now Lark's turn. 
And he is going to perceive into the room. Riley assists. Because that's my job here. Got a 15, which is an assist. Which will give him a 20. He does not see any traps. And will he will proceed to this door to which... Alright, uh, Leaf. Brock, what are y'all doing? Uh, Leaf is, is basically just trying not to step on people's toes. So I'll, like, scooch on forward to maintain my visibility of the interlopers. And uh, just kind of pray that they don't create any sort of wall knife based catastrophe okay okay uh well now that foresight's actually called the client and let them let you know been like hey we're going in this way uh brock's gonna look at leaf and he's gonna say um well it seems obvious they're going their own way and if we are splitting up we should split up relatively evenly uh just so that way they don't get ambushed or something so one of us should go with them would you like it to be me or would you like to go uh, well, I suppose if they're heading into the front door, uh, I should probably accompany them. Uh, I suppose if they run into any more traps on this end, you're better suited for that type of treatment. Uh, so I'll, I'll head out this way. Good call. Okay. So Leaf comes up, uh, just close enough to tickle Foresight in the butt around the corner. Oh no, uh, elf murder cat. I said close enough, I didn't say you did it. Just close enough. But I might. My charisma score is high enough. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, and he can't run away. He's on a leash. <laughs> no, I'm looking at Brock. What? <laughs> Troy, did you break the DM? I don't know what I did. <laughs> he's walking a goddamn. He's like fucking waltzing or some <laughs> shit. There you, you finally finished. Oh, is it going that whole time? My god. Yeah. <laughs> I did that a while ago. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So the party. The parties be splitting homes. So, Adira. Yep. Foresight. I'm also here. Child doing. Homies. I'm walking along this hallway. Alright. I'm going to move Leaf into this bunch over here. Oh, it turns a corner. It does indeed. So, there, I walked. Is that a door in front of me? Yes. Okay, so I'll walk up to this door. Alright, what do you want to do? I want to look at the door, is it locked, or does it have a lock on it? You check in the door for a lock. It does not have a lock. Okay, then she'll open the door. It does somehow seem stuck, though. It's kind of, it's it's like, as with most of these doors, it's old, it's wooden, it's kind of... Swollen and and wet and yeah yeah strength check strength check indeed well that was a shit roll because my modifier is plus two could I maybe try now sure I will help them. you can you can aid well like I said it's statistically better to just everyone roll individually 
You know, you can squeeze in there and be like, move out the way. That was a 17. All right, so foresight, you get it open. I have a crowbar. There's a room. There's a room. There's a room. Spooky. Within this room, within this room, there are some tables along the far wall. This is a very narrow room. Indeed. This seems to be some sort of uh, uh, room meant for when somebody would come in and they'd process like anything they had if they weren't from here, or if they weren't part of the keep. Uh, on the table are a few rusted implements, uh, an old dagger, a rusty mace, a uh, wooden shield that is half rotted. Well, I don't think I need any rotted wooden sh wooden shields, so not very concerned about that. You know, just for funsies, I'm going to cast Detect Magic. I just realized something. Okay. Um, you see no magical auras, but Clint, Clint's going to uh, be like, oh my, you people in your dark vision. And he's going to uh, light a small lamp. Uh, foresight, you do not see any magical auras in here. Okay. Better safe than sorry. Uh, Leaf, since you're with this group now, um, what would you like to do? Okay, yeah, I was I was having the the lights updating for me now, but I was I was having issues with the the light not updating earlier, so I didn't want to like move around. But I'll I'll just hang by Clint. Uh, you can hear voices ahead of you. Uh, meanwhile, the other party locked all three in a three wide hallway. Dun dun dun. So I think at this point, after uh, Riley and Lark had Scooby Dooed their way down this hallway and then Brock, Brock followed up, uh, Riley would turn around, kind of look past Brock back into the empty stable room, then look at Brock and say, where is everyone? Uh, they all decided to go check the other entrance. Oh, I see. You know, funny, I've read as many a tales of adventuring parties uh, splitting up to some sort of disastrous end or another, but... Uh, Riley puts a hand on Brock's shoulder. Perhaps we are better than them. And then turning back towards Lark, um, <laughs> what sort of, what, what sort of, um, the, does the door in front of us have like a uh, a knob or a lever handle? It doesn't have like a mechanism handle. It's just like a like a little handle that like pull like you can pull it up like it just swings freely to pull or push on the door. Oh, so it it's just takes pushing to open it. In that case, um, as a suggestion to help the rogue do roguey things, if he doesn't see any traps, I think he has a collapsible 10-foot pole, if I remember correctly. So we could take a 5-foot step back and he could just poke open the door. Since we know this place is loaded with traps, why take the chance? Poke! The door opens. A perception is made. I will uh, take Foresight's old suggestion and just roll my own this time. Figures the time he rolls in at twenty. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I got an eighteen. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. All of you would see a crude trap um, that has actually already failed. Um, it was meant when the door was opened uh, to swing down into it, but 
it appears that some of the rope has rotten through, and it is it is already broken. Although the uh, the the deadfall part uh, is still itself intact and could swing down, but the trigger rope is broken. Interesting. Would that, in theory, make it really easy for Lark to just quickly disable to make sure that nothing happens at all, ever? Yes. He kind of just pokes it with the stick until it falls to the ground. Rogues doing roguey things. I love it. Yeah, and then I think we can slowly make our way into the room, just keeping our eyes open for traps. Yeah, now that I think about it, though, I'm actually going to go collect that bucket full of rocks before I walk into this room. That's legit. Yeah. Doable. Okay. So y'all would, or at the very least, Lark would know that uh, uh, there should be no trap. We have three doors in front of us. Which one would y'all like to go through? Well, since the one to the north, um, we know there's a couple of spaces free right in front of it. Let's just take the safest bet and head up to that one, check it out, and then uh, repeat the process. All right. Sounds good. While you were doing that, Foresight, you were whispering something to Adira, I believe. Yeah, and Adira didn't see it because she was eating fudge truffles. I also remember that the whisper is a thing that you can do in this game, and that's useful. Uh, yeah, uh, Foresight just kind of murmurs over to Adira because it's the only person that's uh, within sight of Foresight. Uh, should we um, mark the walls with arrows or something so that the others know which way we went when we came in? Um, not a bad idea. Um, I have some chalk. I can give you a piece of chalk to mark the walls with. I can do that. I will dig through my bag and dig out some chalk. Yeah. All right. Uh, you have to immediately make hopscotch. Wait, no, not now. <laughs> Don't you dare play hopscotch without us. <laughs> That's the reason we snuck away. Adira, now what? Yes. Um. As you I lead will... your men, your man dog. <laughs> Is that what he is? Okay, um, I will hopscotch my way over here. Um, does anybody have a preference on which door we try first? No. Clint doesn't. I have no opinion, says Clint. Wait, what'd he say? Let's, let me hear that again. I have no opinion. Oh. Okay. So, uh, I guess this door down here, the, the one like south of me let's try that door okay hello everyone this is tracy we'd like to share some promos from our friends over at hex grid heroes and pokemon seichao frontier. These are the adventures of the Hex Grid heroes and their search for the next deal, the next bargain, and the next alien shootout. Boldly throw dice where few have thrown before.
Professor Oak. Some people call me the Pokemon Professor, and I have a few people I'd like to introduce to you. Hi there. My name is Cory, and I'm about to embark on my Pokemon journey. With my childhood friend Pidgey, I think I'm ready to find out what happened to my mom all those years ago. I have spent years in the shadow of my father, leader of the Viridian City Gym and Pokemon Champion Blue. But I am now ready to forge my own destiny. My name is Azul, and I will become the world's greatest Pokemon master. Hey, Twerps. Jamie, the future leader of Team Rocket here. My parents tried so hard for world domination, but now it's my turn to pick up where they left off. With my Pokemon by my side, no one can stop me or stand in my way. <laughs> hey, hey, Cory, Azul, wait, wait, you can't leave me. My minions, your leader is here, hold on. Welcome to Pokemon Say Ciao. Please um, make me a reflex save. Actually, no, it's one of the ones that attacks you. Never mind. Instead, what's your AC? <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a good question. Because I have trouble finding things oh, on this sheet. Oh, shit. Doesn't matter, I guess. Oof. I don't think traps can crit, though. Yeah, they can crit. Oh, that's weird. Well, I mean, they, just like anything else, can hit you in a vital point. They just can't do it on purpose. They don't get sneak attack. Can't give a trap sneak attack. Until today. Which, as soon as I say that, I immediately think, oh, there's probably a way to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I found my AC. It's 14. So it is uh, not 24. No, it is not 24. <laughs> and I'm assuming you don't have fortified armor. All right. So you take four damage uh, as a light crossbow in the, or the equivalent of light crossbow anyway, in the wall behind you, uh, shoots out straight into your, straight into your back. Um. Well, this is the part where she yells very loudly. Um. Probably some not very nice words at that. Clint takes a step back. Uh, are you okay? Yeah. No. Uh, Foresight's immediately hands up, and magical, or holy energy is coursing into her, healing the wound. Make me a heal check. I already. No, I just use land hands. I got three. Okay. You heal three three points around the bolt. It pushes it out. <laughs> Funny enough. Does it? Yeah. That's what it did in 3.5, unless they changed. When you heal a oh. wound that has a thing inside of it, it's supposed to push it out. Oh. It does the same for bullets. Huh. I didn't know that. Again, that's 3.5. They might have changed it. I look up, like, healing and arrows, and people are trying to make arrows that heal. <laughs> of course they are. Because, why not? Uh, my friend Ronnie made spell-storing daggers and then put healing spells inside of them. <laughs> well, remember, so I tried to make that uh, scythe of heal. <laughs> healing scythe. Yeah. Well, like, the best thing is, like, the club, where you just bonk them on the head a few times, and they're all good. That's just a wand. Like, it's on use. It's just, that's a wand with extra steps. It doesn't need any UMD. I found the trap, so it's probably safe to go through now. I was going to say, should I go first? But with that trap, it wouldn't matter. 
There's a room before you. Let's move in here a little bit. Is there anything in this room? Uh, it looks mostly like a, uh, almost like a waiting room, kind of. Uh, and you would notice what looks to be like an office, uh, door. Like, there's a plaque on it. What's the plaque say, do you know? What language is it in? It is in Darkcom. It's in a slightly outdated version. What does it say? Captain Vorn. Okay. Um, I'm going to assume Captain Vorn is uh, probably out of his office, given how old it is. You never know. But you never know. Um, all right, so let's look this door over instead of just opening it. Not that it does any good, because I always roll like a five perception. But let's give it a look over anyhow. All right. I took the one for you. Foresight looks around and sees nothing. Adira, you don't see any traps. Okay, well, that's good. Foresight looks at the blood stain on Adira's back and is far too distracted by worry to look around the room. I think that's a fair reason for all perception. Yeah. So your perception was actually a negative three. That's about right. Lurk is going to check the door. I will, I will assist. I should have done it myself. <laughs> I mean, he didn't do bad. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. My positioning seems better for an assist than an actual inspecting the door. Yeah, that's been the theme. Alright, Well, so... no, I mean, like, my literal positioning of about five feet away from the door. Oh, yeah. Uh, the door opens into what appears to be some sort of, uh, depot. A depot. Like a vehicle refueling station? No, like a storage. Like Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Home Depot. That, that's, that's... Wait, do we find a bunch of lumber in here? Can we just turn back around? <laughs> just take a bunch of the shit to the church? No. No, no, no. Mission accomplished, guys. Okay, so Lark is gonna also take a look inside, and he does not see any trap. He will proceed. Uh, this thing at the top corner, is it a door? Is it a window? What is that? That is a door. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so what do y'all want to do? Well, I feel like searching these boxes might not be a bad thing to do, at least to get a general idea of what's in them. So I will, uh, search these boxes next to me while also attempting to avoid traps with a 17 perception. Look around, and a lot of it's, like, long since gone off food stores. Leaf. Uh, oh, I see you already moved yourself up. I have um, scooched. Thou hast scooched. It does not seem as if, uh, the trap has reset. Um, although stepping... Where you are, there is another, like, a kachunk when you step onto the platform. Good. Uh, Adira, Foresight, what y'all doing? Um, I suppose I'm going to open this door since we didn't see any traps on it. Okay. And hopefully not die. Okay, so you go to open the door. It is locked. It is locked. It is locked. It has a lock. Then I will look at the others and ask if anybody knows 
how to pick a lock. Nope, just to break them. I guess that would work too. Box is quite good at knocking down doors. Okay, well, make room for Box then. Make way for the tree man. I guess, do you, do you want me to roll attack rolls or? That's how you do it. Uh, indeed. Uh, <laughs> but my dear Foresight. My dear Foresight. Mm-hmm. I need you to make a, a reflex save. I will do my best. Don't die, you're the healer. <laughs> I did my best, and my best wasn't that good. That's a seven. Total. Okay, so uh, you fall uh, a five feet into a, what was honestly a very poorly concealed pit trap. But uh, you're both blind as fuck. So you stepped onto this little rug, it fell out from under you, and you take eight damage as you fall into spikes. Yay. I imagine, like, you just, like, rolled forward into them. Just... Nah, he didn't even move. He just, he didn't even have enough time to react. Just... <laughs> and now he's unconscious with a spike that was summoned. Is he unconscious? He's at negative two. <laughs> Ouch. Damn it. I just said don't die. <laughs> you did eight damage. That's true. That's he only gets like a d6 hit die. Oh, well, I have a d8 and I have an okay con. Like, I have 10 HP, which is actually really good for a, a an oracle at level 1. Did you already take damage? Yes. I have no idea when. But it's recorded as I had 6 HP. Cannot recall at any time that you took damage. It might have been from the wagon, honestly. No, you didn't take damage during the wagon fight. And who can say? Hmm. Oh well, it's on the sheet. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Adira, he falls in. There's spikes. Yeah, she's just him. immediately trying to pull him up by the rope. Probably gonna be hollering like, "Leaf, Leaf, come help me!" <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead and make me a strength check. <sighs> Don't fall in after. Right? Uh, you may take 10 if you wish. Um, I don't know if you would. Well, the, the problem with taking 10 is, is I'm not sure that'd be enough to get him up. So I'm just going to have to hope I roll well. well the and other I did problem? not. <laughs> I literally... He's, he seems really stuck. Yeah, no, that, that spike is in my stomach, and like the more you pull, it's like it just kind of slides a little bit deeper, you know. <sighs> foresight, have, you take one more damage. Just have box for every map. It's not gonna be pretty, but at least you won't be stuck on a spike. He can die up here with all of you guys. Oh my goodness. So what are y'all doing? Okay, uh, I, Leaf and Box would like to step forward and try and coordinate. Uh, a rescue. I mean, he already has a rope tied around him. I'm just yep. can't pull him up because I rolled a one. All right. Yeah, but I don't think pulling him up by his neck is a good idea. It's not actually around his neck. Sean is just dumb sometimes. Yeah, we we will haul him up by the rope. 
Alright, uh, go ahead and make me a strength check with um, a plus two bonus from either leaf or box. So an 18 total, including the plus two? That will lift Foresight out. Hurl him into the ceiling. <laughs> uh, and then kill him I, some I, more. I will uh, spend my my one cure light wounds. Yeah, that's four points of healing. I'm at one exactly. Unless I took nah, hey, that was wait. Yeah, I would have. I'm at zero. That's fine. Yeah, disabled. Yeah. And the kindest. You should be, you should be at one. Because you were at negative three. two. They took an action to pick me up, and then his turn came around again, which meant I went around, so I would have to roll for a constitution. Which okay. would either have me go down to negative four. Well, roll for your constitution, boy. I, I will attempt. My con is a one. I have a lot of ones on my character sheet. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm at zero. <laughs> okay. So you are staggered, son. Ow. That... That hurt. He's just gonna, like, murmur some fucking bullshit to himself. And then he's just gonna place his own hands against his stomach where there's a gaping wound and he's cure light wounds on himself. And he'll present him. See, look. You're better now. I rolled a two on that one to you. Maybe you're not all better, but you're better. You healed that much off of a two? Yeah. I'm fucking really good at healing myself. My god. He's even better at healing himself than he is at healing at other people. And he's good I at healing other people. I foundling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm just gonna use... I'm just gonna use lay on hands on myself. Just because, you know, I'd like to be at a more than eight HP. You would like to not fall in another hole and die? Yeah. Cool. I heal for four. That brings me up to math. Alright. Flynn's just like, is everything alright? Yeah, I'm fine now. I mean, my soul hurts, but, like, my body's fine. He <laughs> looks confused. Perhaps we should be a bit more cautious about this, uh, walking through trapped hallways situation. Um, I just kind of, like, holds out his quarterstaff in front of him. Uh, mayhaps we might be able to, uh, trigger pressure plates with this. Are there more rugs on the floor? <laughs> uh, there's a couple around the room, yeah. You might want to look under those. Yeah, I'll like scooch rugs and like jab spots on the floor with it. Hey, if you look up at the ceiling, uh, what what is just just you know just add a random curiosity? What does the ceiling look like? Are there any like holes in the ceiling or creases? holes or creases in the ceiling yeah yeah you know like by holes and creases do you mean like look like traps or like uh look like the building's falling apart no like like you know just just looking for like very distinct uh pattern of holes in the ceiling you know no no very distinct patterns of holes in the ceiling okay and if i'm like looking at the walls where it connects to the ceiling like it like it's all one solid piece doesn't look like the ceiling could move at all. Not particularly, no. Alright, just wondering. 
All right. Uh, so we're gonna go back uh, and finish Riley's thing. Riley. So while I was off fixing my voice, um, I imagine that uh, while Lark and Brock went into the depot, Riley kind of lingered behind, looking around the uh, the room he's currently in. And the question I have to ask is, considering that a couple of my party members have screamed somewhere in Elf Murder Castle, do their screams of pain and terror echo to where Riley currently stands? Make me a perception check, and I will calculate that shit. For foresight, there was no scream. It was a... <laughs> and that, that's fair. Down. That's understandable. I totally get that. Uh, a six. <laughs> so that's... I rolled a one. Mm. We are just all about those high rolls tonight. I, I don't think you need to measure it. I don't think Riley hears anything. Maybe if they were standing or actually right there. Um, maybe if they were standing by the other door. But okay. uh, no, not with your perception. That's fine. Honestly, uh, that makes this a ton easier because then I can just keep going about my business. <laughs> I would like to not be concerned, but I should be. Yeah. So uh, Riley will join Lark and Brock in the depot which I see is decorated by a whole bunch of yellow squares. Mm-hmm. Those are boxes. Uh, I think I looked in some of the ones next to me, and I think he said that they were just, like, kind of worn away stuff. I don't think there was anything of value in them. I see. And is that a door in the uh, northeastern corner? Uh, yes. I always mix up east and west. <laughs> it's tough. They kind of sound like I get it. So I guess we're just going to keep our investigation squad moving through this uh, elf murder castle. So, yeah. Um, um, Brock, go ahead and make a perception that Riley failed. Uh, 21. 21. All right. Uh, I'm going to go snap the corner and just do it I'm right here. Yeah. Uh, both Brock and Lark would hear a scream. Well, then I guess I would look to the rest of the group and be like, did, did you hear that? Nope. Nope. <laughs> No. <laughs> what did you hear? It sounded like somebody screamed from the other side of the castle. From roughly where the rest of our party went off to? From roughly where the rest of the party went off to, yes. Well, that's unfortunate out of game. I guess our investigation squad's getting put to a uh, early end because there's no hesitation in aiding allies for Riley and he's going to yeah. have to book it off towards where the party, uh, the other half of the party ventured off to. I will, I will also follow him. I think throwing that sick double move out throws me like right there, out back into the courtyard. Technically, that's a double move for me. And uh, once Riley enters the courtyard, he'll he'll call out, um, "Adira, foresights, leaf, box, can you hear me?" Uh, go ahead and make perceptions, other group. Say a uh, twenty perception from Leaf. Sixteen. Also sixteen. So yeah, all of you will hear Riley shouting. It is pretty muffled, but y'all can hear it. He is calling y'all's names. Flint is sad because his name went among them. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much time to yell out people's names. I only have six seconds. <laughs> oh, oh, and Clint. <laughs> His spirits are lifted. Uh, did you hear that? That sounded like Riley. Perhaps they're in trouble as well. 
<laughs> why, why don't you uh, go check on them? Will you be okay? We will not move from this room till you return. Okay. And then Box grunts and follows me out. As he was wont to do. And this is where I stopped being able to see. So I'm just gonna navigate. Here we go. And I guess like, Riley, are you okay? Uh, Riley waves. Leaf, we've heard screaming. I suppose. Well, I didn't hear it, but Brock did. Oh, uh, Foresight ran into some trouble, and uh, managed to fall in some sort of pit. Uh, he he seems to be okay now. I've applied some healing, and uh, he's tended to the rest of his wounds. So everyone's okay. So that incredibly feminine scream that I heard was was foresight. <laughs> Do you doubt it? <laughs> just just saying. I heard I heard a woman scream. Well, I I wouldn't question uh, the masculinity of his screams. Uh, I'm beginning to think that the reputation of this place may be more malicious and less supernatural. It did indeed have a murder hallway, so I would suppose I have to agree. Right, but it's uh, not exactly in the purview of angry specters to hide spike-filled pits beneath rugs. I suppose not. This was a fortress meant for defense. Yeah, there were uh, three of those in, in the last room that we investigated. Which, um... Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll just throw in. Either way, perhaps it's best if our party sticks at least somewhat closer together than on complete opposite ends of this entire keep. Perhaps you're right. Uh, Clint, can, can you uh, go fetch Adira and Foresight? Uh, sure. Do you hear a ka-chunk? <laughs> no. I was uh, waiting for it. <laughs> uh... Uh, in the meantime, while this is all going on, Adira Foresight, while Clint's still outside and uh, stuff, um, what what do y'all do, if anything, while waiting for this? Uh, Foresight uh, will go to where he thinks is at least relatively safe, he's seen there at least, and will lay down on his back, looking up. What about Adira? What's Adira doing? Um... Adira will kneel down next to Foresight, and she's just like, are you okay? Uh, for the most part, um, physically I'm fine, I guess. I did kind of almost die. I noticed. But we were able to pull you up because of the rope. Yeah. And there's no wounds, so... I suppose yes. Yes, I'm fine. Alright, I suppose just rest until they return. He just nods. Hello! Everybody wants you to come to the courtyard. But there's still the store to open. I think we're just reconvening. Uh, some decisions will be made as to which direction we proceed in. We will come back to this, I'm sure. Okay. And so, with as much gusto as he can manage, Foresight rises. How many gustos is that? 
Like four or five. Oh, Half a gusto. One gusto. One gusto. One gusto. One gusto. Alright, so, yeah, I suppose we're going to head back to the courtyard. The GM has x-ray vision. Does that mean you're looking at all of us naked? Absolutely. Only you, Troy, remember? He thinks you're attractive. <laughs> oh, god damn it. No, I'm not the only one that he thinks is attractive. He just <laughs> thinks I'm the most attractive. Well, second most attractive now, because Steve <sighs> replaced you. That's true. The sexy badger has the throne now. I, I, will, I will concede to Steve. That's an acceptable replacement. He does have really nice cheekbones. Dear Steve, whenever you do the ASMR Matumbe, if you haven't already done it by the time this comes out, please shit talk. Troy, as much as you possibly can. He would like you to whisper sweet nothings into his ear. <laughs> oh, don't we all? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the reason he's making the recording, right? Indeed. <sighs> By popular demand. So who's third on the list? He's got to check his notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This would be a really good time, at least, for him to insert you into the list somewhere. <laughs> you, you know, oddly absent, but you know, you could. Well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, he's been married to me for like five years. He's tired of looking at me. <clears throat> hey, uh, Chris, if you if you help move this along, I won't slurp. Are you blackmailing me? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Bitch, I don't adhere to blackmail. Let's keep this off track. <laughs> I'm gonna mute you. <laughs> oh man. No bully, Chris. Yeah, I'm very sensitive. <laughs> <sighs> So, Riley's happy to see everyone. <laughs> yeah. Brock is also happy to see everyone and that they're not dead. But y'all some happy people. There's probably a lot of blood on my outfit and a hole in the front and back of the stomach area. Yes, but both of you are relatively healthy thanks to heels, right? Yeah, no, there's just a lot of blood. Okay. Just not a lot of gusto. Yeah. Someday. Someday you'll level up. One whole gusto. That's a lot. You could do better. Yeah, I you could. could do better. I could. It's like out of a one out of three scale, but still. One whole gusto? I don't know. Stop holding yourself back, man. I need to like, save some of my gusto, man. Save it for later. Yeah. He's probably seriously rethinking this whole idea of following Adira around on a rope. Nah. Honestly, because without the rope, he'd probably still be down there. <laughs> we have taken this quiet, sweet, innocent young man and corrupted him in just mm. a handful of sessions. It wasn't difficult. He was already on the ledge. He just needed a little push. Mm. How many marijuanas have you injected? 
Enough to be sucking dick for more behind an HEB. That boy ain't right. Listen, $20 is $20. <laughs> you suck dick for weed? What? Jeez, <laughs> 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 I'll give you more money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot to ask. Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris. Yes. Uh, other than the picture that I know Tracy sent you, did anybody send you binoculars yet? No, no, not yet. Uh, you know, I'm still, I'm still waiting on that. Okay. You know, it, it makes me sad every day that passes, and I don't have binoculars. Did you That's... ask your mom to send hers? I don't know if she still has them lying around, to be honest. Because, like, honestly, what mom's gonna say no if their kid goes, "Hey, will you send me some your binoculars?" You know, I mean. It depends on how drunk she is that day. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd probably ask Josh, like, what illegal activity do you need them for? But I'd send them to him. I mean, yeah, it's a weird request, but it's not like putting anyone out by, you know, delivering on it. Especially if you just have a pair lying around. Anyone at home, if you just have a pair of binoculars lying around that you would like to send me for reasons, that'd be great. And with that request, ladies and gentlemen... Uh, will be the end of the episode. I'd like to thank our patrons, Tim Demuse, Brian Rafe, and our newest patron, Donald Bewley. Thank you for helping to support our show. If you would like to help support the show, please consider joining them at patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. We would like to thank Cryo Chamber for allowing us to use their dark ambient music in the podcast. You can find them at cryochamber.bandcamp.com. Want to hang out with us in our Discord? Send us a message on social media or check the episode description for a link. Welcome to the Hive. I'd like to shout out some of the other podcasts and creators that are in the Hive. Give them a listen and check out the episode description for their Twitter handles. Action Forge on YouTube, making varied videos related to TTRPGs. Fillmore's Crossing, a spaghetti western 5th edition podcast. The Hideous Laughter Podcast, playing the Carrying Crown Adventure Path. Our very own Chris, or Critically Accursed, on YouTube doing Let's Plays. Hex Grid Heroes, a Starfinder homebrew podcast. Rusted Chrome, one of the character artists in our group. The Roaring Trainers, a Pokemon in the 1920s 5th edition podcast. The podcast for the Untimely Dead, playing Wraith the Oblivion in the World of Darkness system. The Wheeler Woe podcast, playing a Pathfinder 2nd edition playtest in a homebrew world. And Mystery Dungeon 9000, a multi-edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast in a 22-year-old living homebrew world. Until next time, everybody, may the Elder Gods haunt your dreams. <laughs>